Hey mama, welcome to the Mom With Purpose podcast. I'm Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former teacher turned full-time work-at-home mom, and now I'm on a mission to inspire other moms to combine their passions with their purpose. If you're searching for more meaning in your life, or you're ready to take that leap of faith, you're in the right place. This podcast is here to inspire you, give you the tools and resources that you need to capture your purpose, and to go out there and live the most positive and purpose-fueled life. I hope that when you listen to this podcast, you feel like you're sitting down with your best friend. So put in your earbuds and turn up that volume and let's dive in. Hey there, what's up? Welcome back to another episode. I am so excited to chat with you today all about my Sunday night ritual. I truly believe that this one thing that I have done every Sunday night for the last year and a half, really, when I've really honed in on it. I've always been a planner person, but when I was really trying to build my business and be a mom and run a house and have a full-time job and all those things, I needed to plan. I needed to write it down. I needed to see it in front of me. I needed to know what each day was going to look like or what I at least hoped it would look like. So I'm going to be talking to you about what I do Sunday night, how I sit down, how I plan out my week, what it looks like, what I'm actually doing. And I hope that this helps you, something that you can easily incorporate into your weekly routine and something that I hope will really keep you motivated and on track and just ready to tackle the week. So the first thing that I am going to tell you. I know that I have mentioned this in podcast episodes before. I am a huge, huge, huge proponent of writing things down. Now, that does not mean that I don't use my phone. I don't necessarily take my paper planner and I'm going to get into what system I use. I don't take that with me everywhere I go. So if I'm at a doctor's office or somewhere and I need to quick jot down an appointment or a time that I need to be somewhere, I need to move something around, I do use my phone and my calendar. I have my phone on me all the time, so I always will do that. But I make sure that I transfer it on over to my paper system, and I'll get into that. But I wanna talk about why it's important to write things down. When you actually write it down, there was this study, or maybe it was in a book that I was reading, I've been doing a ton, a ton, ton of research on productivity and focus and time management, but you are 42% more likely to get something done, to accomplish it, to tackle it, if you write it down. 42% more likely. That's insane. If someone told me like that I was going to be able to do something 42%, if I had a 42% more chance of getting something, if I just wrote it down, heck yeah, I'm going to write it down. So I didn't even know that. But when I read that, I'm like, wow, that makes sense. And for me, so many people will say, well, how did you do it, Aubrey? And I know that I'm not like super special and anything like that, but I have these routines and these systems that I use and they truly have helped me accomplish and get the things that I want to get done. They have helped me build this business to what it is. They have helped me resign from my teaching job, all of these things that I do. So when I'm telling you to write it down, I mean, write it down. I know that some people are very digital and we live in a digital age, but it's time to unplug, get back to pen and paper and Write it down because 42% more likely. Like that to me blows my mind. Why wouldn't you do it? So the planner system that I use, I like to kind of bounce around and until I find one that I'm like super hardcore gung-ho about, I usually bounce around from year to year. I've used the Happy Planner. I've used Erin Condren. I loved the Erin Condren one when I was in my teaching job. That was my favorite one for teaching. 
but I've used that one. And then this year I've got a new planner. It is the Day Designer and I am really obsessed. And I will tell you, I'll kind of explain it to you. I know it's going to be hard to visualize it, but I really, really love this planner. So I like a planner that has a day to day. I honestly don't use the monthly spread view that often. Sometimes I will, but I like to look at things week by week because if you are a mom and if you are a teacher, you know that things change at the drop of a hat. And so having it on the monthly doesn't really help me. And I like to look at the day. I kind of like to magnify and zoom in what is every day going to look like. So that's one thing that I would say you would want to have is like a weekly spread with each day that you can go in and plan. Now this day designer, I love it. It's a little bit bigger size than I'm used to. It's like a full notebook size, probably like a eight and a half by 11. And I really like it because there's two for each day, there's two sides to it. So one side says today's schedule and then the other side says to do. And the reason why I like it is because, and I'll get into how I go through and plan out my week, but I love the today's schedule side because that's where I put timestamp appointments or things that where I have to be somewhere, something that's occurring at a certain time. And I'll get into those and call and I, why I call them non-negotiables. And then the to-do side is where I put the things that I'm going to be working on for my business. So that's just a little overview of what my planner system looks like. You choose what works best for you. And you know, if you have a tried and true planner that you love, that you've been using for a while, use that. The day designer one, I'm loving it. I got it off of Amazon. I will find the link actually and put it in the show notes if you want to take a look at that one. But that's the one that I'm using and I really like it. So I'm looking at my week. The first thing I do is I start with my non-negotiables. I don't know if that's like the term that everyone calls them. This is just kind of what I've coined them as. But what my non-negotiables are, are these are things that I have to be somewhere. My kids have to be somewhere. They have a timestamp to them. And these are what go on my schedule first. I don't plan any work things, any to-dos, any projects. My non-negotiables go on first. I wanna look at my week and I wanna see, okay, where do I need to be? Where do my kids need to be? What events do we have coming up this week? Do I have any calls with clients? Do I have any coaching sessions, podcast interviews, date night, church, etc.? Like, you get what I'm saying. These are things that can't be changed or they already have like a predetermined time. Those go on my calendar first. I also check in with my husband and I let him know what's going on in my week. I let him know, hey, these are some things I have coming up on Wednesday night. I have a coaching call on Thursday, you know, this time at two, I have a podcast interview. So if you come home from work and the boys wake up, I'm going to need you to grab them. We kind of talk about what things are coming up, maybe where someone might need to pick up the slack, make dinner, et cetera. You get the idea. But I like to sit down with my husband and I like to let him know what's going on. This way, we are both on the same page. And I can upfront communicate my needs to him on where I might need help. This helps us avoid some of those like big stressors or those conflicts. That way I'm not like, hey, I had a meeting tonight and I needed you to grab the boys and they were up and they were making noise. This way we kind of get on the same page Sunday night and we know what's going on. He can also let me know about his plans. He likes to work out every day and he might need to run errands or he might have a meeting or his work sometimes changes where he might not be able to come home for lunch. So this way we get on the same page and we can address any hiccups or any schedule changes that might need to be made. So that's what I do first before 
any work tasks, anything like that go on there. Non-negotiables go on. My husband and I talk about it. We get on the same page. And then, and then I move on to my tasks. Now, the next thing I do is I look at my task organizer. And this is something that I use to decide things that need to get done by me, things that I can plan out, things that I can outsource, or things that I can toss right off my list. And this is my task organizer. I actually, this is a part of my mini course, my productivity success toolkit mini course that kind of goes through how I've you know been able to be productive and all the tips and tricks that I've used along the way. But for being a wonderful listener of my podcast, I'm going to give this task organizer to you as a freebie. So if you go ahead and head to aubreymalek.com slash task organizer, you will be able to download this task organizer for free. Okay, I'll also link this in the show notes if you wanna grab it there, but this is a great way for you to plan out things that you need to do that are very urgent and they need to get done by you, things that maybe you can push out or plan, things that you can outsource to someone else or to a service, and then things that are on your list that you think you need to do, but you can actually drop them off, okay? This is very helpful for me because it helps me kind of organize my tasks and helps me get my priorities in check about what needs to get done. So go ahead, head to aubreymalek.com slash task organizer, and you can grab that for free and you can start using this um, when you start sitting down on Sunday to do this. So I'm looking at my task organizer and I start plugging things into my calendar. I know what days I'm getting up to work early so I can start plugging in tasks there. I also know when my son goes to school a few days a week for a few hours, I know I'm going to be kid free so I can plan stuff in there. And then I also know that I have like a two hour chunk of time in the afternoon when my boys are napping and I plug tasks in there. So I go through my task organizer and I just start plugging in tasks. I schedule my urgent major tasks for the beginning of the week. And I usually like to go task heavy at the beginning of the week because I know that things are going to come up. And as a teacher, I would always make my weekly lesson plans for the week and it was almost a guarantee by Wednesday, I was readjusting. I was changing what I was teaching either because something came up, we had a unplanned assembly we had to go to or something or I had to reteach something but I always knew that I had to readjust so just because I like to plan and I like to sit down on Sunday night doesn't always mean that things will run smoothly for me or run as according to plan so when I schedule things at the beginning of the week I go a little task heavy at the beginning of the week it helps me give myself wiggle room towards the end of the week and that way I know if I have to move things around like if my kid gets sick and I have to scratch a ha- afternoon when I was going to work to take them to the doctor, I know that, okay, I don't need to stress so much because I can just shift this to Thursday afternoon when I didn't have anything planned and I have some open time. So that's really helpful for me to go task heavy beginning of the week when I'm planning and then allowing some time for wiggle things to happen in case something comes up and the unexpected happens. That's just the way, uh, that's just the name of the game, especially with motherhood. So those are some things that I like to prepare for, I like to plan for. (laughs) And then the next thing I would say is give yourself enough time to complete your tasks when you're scheduling them. So if you know that you have to do a project and you know that it's probably going to take you an hour and a half, maybe two hours to do it, and you put it on your planner when you know you only have a one hour window, that doesn't give yourself enough time and what will end up happening is you're going to feel stressed 
that you've shorted yourself on time and you weren't able to finish what you set out to do. So making sure that you allow yourself enough time to get those tasks accomplished. So that's what I sit down to do every Sunday night. I plan out my entire week. I like to know where I'm gonna be, what I'm gonna be doing. I get those non-negotiables on my calendar first. Again, that's like the biggest thing that I could say because there, you're, if you don't sit down and figure those things out, then you're going to have planned to do something and then, oh shoot, I forgot, I have a doctor's appointment that I have to be to or I have this call or you know whatever it may be. So that's why I like to look at those first and talk with my husband about it so that we can make a plan, we can get on the same page and that way if I need help one night getting dinner ready or I need him to do X, Y, and Z or he needs me to do X, Y, and Z, that way it helps avoid those conflicts that come up throughout the week that would put a stress on me, a stress on him, you get the whole deal. So doing those non-negotiables and then looking at that task organizer. Again, remember, I'm giving that to you for free. You just have to click the link in the show notes, grab that, and that will kind of help you prioritize what needs to get done and what you can plan out. And then it also helps you figure out like what are things that I thought I had to do, but I actually can drop them. Or what are things that I thought I had to do that I could outsource? Like I have to go get groceries. Well, you know what? I could just do grocery pickup or, you know, grocery delivery, whatever it may be. So there's this helps you kind of see that on paper and then you know what all needs to get done and then you can start pulling those things and plugging them into your planner. I hope this helped you. I hope that you start doing this. Again, remember writing it down, 42% more likely to get it done. So why wouldn't you? Like your chances have almost doubled of getting it done and being productive. So these are things that I've been using ever since I really started building my business. I've always been a planner person, but I knew that if I wanted to get it done, if I was going to be in the driver's seat, in the CEO seat of building my business, no one was going to tell me what I had to get done. I had to be the one to get those things done. So this will be very helpful for you. And even if you're not building a business, like you're just like running a house or these are things that you can use no matter what getting on the same page as your partner and letting them know, hey, these are things that are coming up and then planning, you know, maybe who's going to do dinner or whatever. Or if you're still working full time and you're trying to get your business up and running, you might not have as much free time as I have during the day, but you can still have time. Okay. It's not about really having time. It's about making time. When I was doing this, when I was still teaching every day, five to seven, I was getting up and I was also doing planning things on my planner. Like prepping my lunch and laying out my clothes the night before and showering the night before so that I didn't have to do all of that stuff in the morning. I had more time to focus on my business. So it can be done if you make the time. And I think this is a crucial step in making the time is actually sitting down, writing it down and scheduling it down for you so that you can go through and say, okay, this is what I need to get done today. These are the tasks that are on here. This is where I need to be. And then you can kind of go through and I'm a total nerd and I love to check things off my list. I love even after like I drop my son off at school, I come back and I say, check, you know, that's done. It's just kind of that, I don't know, maybe it's like a mental thing, but for me, it really helps me to feel like I'm working towards getting my day accomplished. And then at the end of the day, when everything's crossed off, I feel great. And even if, even if I don't get everything crossed off that day, I allow myself that wiggle room. I have that time where I know, okay, today got away from me or this came up or we had to move things around. I can I can move things around. I have that wiggle room. So give yourself some grace, but get planning. 
get writing it down and um, the day designer like I said I've been loving that this year it's my new one that I picked up for 2020 it's been really great I also switched to writing in pen which has been really hard for me to do but it's kind of going along with that writing it down 42% more likely to happen and then it's in pen and I can't erase it so it's all like a mental game for me but these have been things that have really helped me as I've built my business and help me stay productive. You guys know that that has been a huge reason why I've been successful is because I'm productive and because I get it done. I just get it done. So this is one of my tried and true secrets, my Sunday night routine. I hope you start incorporating this into there. If you are going to start doing this, go ahead and reach out to me on Instagram and just let me know like, hey, this was so helpful. I'm going to start doing this every Sunday night. If you start doing this on Sunday night, Take a picture, tag me up in your stories. I want to cheer you on. I want to root for you. I want to send you a voice DM and say like, go you, you're awesome. (laughs) Something along those lines. Maybe I won't sound super nerdy, but you never know. All right, guys, I hope you have a great week. Tackle your Monday, make to Monday Monday great. Start doing that Sunday routine and you've got this. You can do it. All right, I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Here's what I want you to do next. Take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Insta stories, and be sure to tag me at Aubrey Malik. That way I can share you in my Insta stories as well. And if you're loving this show, I would so appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave me a review. These reviews mean the world to me, and it helps me reach more mamas just like you. Catch you on the flip side, mama.